It's so lovely to be here this evening, and um, I just know that God really, really wants to bless you because you've come out on the first... Well, it's a bit colder tonight, isn't it? And uh, that you've come out and you've made the effort to come and hear from God this evening. And um, one of the reasons why I'm really, uh, really happy to be here as well is that... um, this, I love All Saints because you have actually really blessed us as a church. Um, so when our uh, kind of youth group was kind of waning a bit and getting smaller, uh, it was so wonderful that we came with your youth group and uh, went to Soul Survivor. I think two years running we did that. And it was just such a blessing for us to then be part of a big group. So actually, I feel... I feel almost part of you already, just because you've blessed us so much. So it's really, really good to be here. Um, yeah, so just a little bit about myself, like who is this person standing up here at the front? So I became a Christian at university when I was 21. Um, before that, I'd never really been to church at all. My family didn't go, at Christ- even at Christmas. We, I think the only time I went was to watch somebody get baptised once. Um, but uh, me and my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, we had an, uh, an encounter with Jesus, and that is how we, in his flat on the 24th floor in Bow in East London, that's how we came to know Jesus. And then the church, the well, has been my church my whole life. So I've been there for 30 years. So yes, I've cleaned the toilets, I've put, done the coffees, I've put out the chairs, I've led the youth group, I've led the children's group. Um, I've even done a mime to a song by Keith Green on a tent on Peckham Rye when we did a mission. Uh, That was many years ago. Uh, Done some prophetic dance, uh, done some healing on the streets, you name it, you know what it's like if you're part of a family, part of a church, you come and you serve and you do all those things. So, um, and then seven years ago, uh, we up sticks as a whole family. Uh, I have three kind of grown-up children, Toby being the youngest. Um, and we went to America for three years uh, to do a Bible ministry school. And, um, and then when we came back, Phil and Julie, who lead the church, and they've been leading the well for over 30 years, they said, you've been here so long, you could probably lead the church now. So... Now, me and Hayden, as my husband there, Hayden, we now lead the well, and uh, we've just gone through that kind of transition over the last few years. And so, um, yeah, but I love Camberwell, and I love the churches in Camberwell, love the church family, so uh, it's really, uh, really lovely to be here today. So, there you go. So, I know the theme has been, um, for the last while, everyone gets to play, and... um, we're looking at Acts, but what I'm going to do really uh, with regard to Acts is I'm, Acts is I'm going to kind of use it as a, as a springboard. So I'm not going to read from Acts, um, um, but I'm going to talk about the fact that um, we all can move in the gifts of the Spirit, and we see that in Acts, don't we? So what's great about Acts is that it's not called dreams, it's not called speculations, it's, called thing, it's not called things that we wish we did, it's not called um, things that we hoped we did, it's actually called Acts. And then it's actually what the apostles, the disciples um, really did, that we see them accomplishing these amazing, miraculous things. So if I, if I got my first, I think my first one of my PowerPoint is just the, the title page. Um, and they were doing what they'd seen Jesus do. And somehow they knew it was possible, didn't they? You know, in Acts, the things we see are absolutely amazing, aren't we? We see people being healed. Microphone. It's my husband. He's a tech man. We see. I'm used to having a handheld. We, we see. Um, we see people being healed uh, with a handkerchief. Uh, we see um, lame people getting up and jumping and being healed. We see amazing miracles. We we see them being told uh, where to go and preach, and they need to go to that country now. We we see them laying on hands on people who need to be deacons. Who and they're told who to do that. You know, who should we do that? They're, uh, 
we see them doing good and healing people, just like Jesus did, went about doing good and healing people. And um, what's really important, if I go to my next slide, is that we realise, and I'm sure um, this is uh, taught here as well, that Jesus was fully man and fully God. And he did his miracles as a man operating in the gifts of the Spirit. And uh, I've got a really interesting point there. You see at the bottom, it says, Jesus did miracles not to show us what God can do, but to show us what we can do in partnership with him. So obviously he was showing us what, how amazing our God is and how amazing the Holy Spirit is. But what he was really doing, he's showing, look... What a man can do, what a person can do, who is partnering with the Holy Spirit. So he was fully man and he was fully God. And the disciples saw this. They saw that Jesus was fully man, fully God. He was operating in the gifts of the Spirit because he chose to leave his glory behind, didn't he? He chose to leave that. And I remember I always, when I first became a Christian, I always used to think, oh, Jesus can do that because he's God. He can do that because, you know, that's just God things to do. And actually, no, he was fully man operating in the gifts of the Spirit. Why would Jesus say to us, greater things can you do if that wasn't actually possible for us to do as people operating in the gifts of the Spirit? Um, So I just think about all the things that Jesus did. He he saw a funeral. He's moved with compassion (laughs) for the widowed mother. He raises the son to life. He's moving in the gifts of miracles. He rose Lazarus from the dead, moving in the gifts of miracles. When he healed, all that came to him, everyone who came to him, all were healed. He was moving in the gift of healings. Um, when he, the, the uh, father brought the son who was being thrown onto the ground um, and he, got, he delivered him, he's moving in the gift of discernment. When he says to Peter, you are rock, and my rock, a rock, new name. When he says to Nathaniel, here is a man in whom there is no deceit, he's moving in prophetic. He's moving in prophetic words. He's telling them who they are. He's giving them their identity, because that's what prophetic is. It's encouraging, it's comforting, it's edifying. Um, when he speaks to the woman at the well, and he says, you've had five husbands, or and that the person you live with now isn't a husband, he's moving in the words of knowledge, just as we can do as well. And when he knew what people were thinking, he was moving in the gift of discernment. The gift of discernment, you can actually um, discern people's motives, discern what they're thinking, discern what's behind what they're actually doing. Um, And do you know why I think Jesus was so good at moving in the gift of the Spirit? is because he knew who he was. That, and he knew whose he was. He knew that he had access to the Father, didn't he? He said, I only do what I see the Father doing. And the disciples saw this. They were with him. And he listened to his Father. Do you remember at his baptism what uh, Father God spoke over him? He said, I love you. You're my son. And you give me pleasure. You are re- you're good. Where it says, I'm pleased with you, it actually means you give me pleasure. When I look at you, you give me pleasure. So Jesus really knew who he was. And do you know how I know that he knew who he was? Is because he says it, doesn't he? So if you uh, read through John, it's really interesting. These are these seven statements that Jesus says about himself. Is that on my next slide? Jesus absolutely knew who he was. He didn't question who he was. He knew that he was the bread of life. 
the light of the world, the door, the good shepherd, the res- that's a whole other preach there, probably months and months of preaching, isn't there? But that's really confident, isn't it? Do you go around saying who you are to people? I am prophet. I am apostle. I am teacher. We do a bit, don't we? Obviously, some things, you know, my husband's a dentist. That's part, you know, we get a bit of our identity from those things that we do. But Jesus really knew who he was. And when the father spoke over, to, over him at the baptism, says, saying, I love you, you're my son, you give me pleasure, um, he received that. And on my next slide, it's like, do we know today who we are in Christ? Do you know who you are? Has, have you heard God say to you, I love you, I love you, I love you? Have you heard him say, you are my daughter, you're my son, you have access to everything that's mine because I'm your dad? Do you know that you give God pleasure just by existing that he looks at you every day, and every day you give him pleasure. Just think of it, if um, I'm a, I'm a mum and my children, they don't have to do anything for me to give me pleasure. They just, when the baby's born and I look at it, I don't think, what are you going to do for me? Oh, my goodness. I just look and I love and I accept and I am in awe and wonder of this person. And that's just what the Father is doing with each one of us today, just by you he created you. He's in love with you this morning, this evening. Don't normally preach in evenings. <laughs> we so I remember a really powerful moment for me personally. And um, I was in a meeting uh, and we were having worship and everything. And I really felt like uh, the Lord said to me, I want you to go and find an older lady. And I want you to ask her to kind of bless you with a mother blessing. So I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Um, fortunately, it was one of those kind of meetings. Everyone's moving around and praying and stuff like that. So I went, to found, I went and I found an older lady. And I said to her, I just feel like you need to give me a kind of mother blessing. And um, she said, all right. And so she started kind of blessing me. And it was very powerful. The Holy Spirit fell on us and we kind of fell on the floor. And um, God said this very powerful thing to me. He said, um, only I get to say who you are. Only I get to say who you are. And I want to speak that over us this evening, that can we journey into that place? It's really powerful. We're only, and that, that, I, was, that was, I wasn't anywhere near that place at that moment because God was like telling me, Alison, it's time for only me to say who you are. And uh, all of us, it's such a great journey to go on, to go to the place like, what voices am I listening to? Who am I believing I am? Oh, no, poor me, I can't do that. Oh, no, um, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not really um, worthy to kind of come into God's presence and things like that. And that sounds like a really wonderful thing to think. But actually, God's like done it all for us, hasn't he? He's like, come skip into my presence because I've really paid an expensive price for you to do that when I died on the cross. Um, so on my, yeah, there we are. So do you know and believe who you are? So I've... I've got some written here, so there's some... I know I've written air up there twice, so it must be very important that you know today that you're his heir. Um, we are born again. We are adopted into his family. We are children of God. All that is the Father's I now have access to. Greater things can we do than Jesus. Oh, do you believe this today? You are a saint, not a sinner. You are a new creation. I remember when... Um, I got saved because it was very much one of those black to white kind of moments because I didn't go to church. I didn't know Jesus at all. I really had that experience where 
the world looked like... When I became a Christian, the next day, the world looked like it had been painted by somebody afresh. Like, there was really, really a sense of, I'm a new creation, I've been born again. Um, Did you know that you can move in every gift of the Spirit because Jesus has done it for you? It's there for you. Did you know that you were made for the miraculous? Because you're a child of God. Did you know that you were made to move in the gifts of the Spirit? You were made to walk boldly into God's throne room. In fact, you are a temple of the Holy Spirit, so you cannot get away from him. If you have chosen to follow Jesus today, if you have uh, made that commitment to him, then you cannot get away from the Holy Spirit because you are his temple all the time, even if you would like to. You're his treasure, you're his masterpiece, you are chosen, you are forgiven, you are never alone, you are royalty, you're reigning in heaven, that's part of what we, uh, I know you've been talking a bit about that in the past weeks as well, you are hidden in Christ and you have, do you know you have the mind of Christ today? So the reason why I'm talking about these things is that when we know who we are in Christ and all these wonderful things that Jesus has bought for us, we can have confidence to move in the gifts of the Spirit because that's who we are. That's what we were made to, made to do, made to be. So Jesus is showing us what is possible for those to, to follow him. And in Acts, we see the disciples doing what Jesus did, showing us what's possible. Um, and in that identity, we can move in the gifts of the Spirit. Jesus has bought it all for us. Um, and in fact, in 1 Corinthians 14, what does it say? It says we are to earnestly desire the gifts of the Spirit. Uh, and so it's something we're supposed to be seeking after. Often we can think they're a little bit on the side, can't we? Like, oh, I'll do that, or I might ask for some of those. But actually, we're to earnestly go after the gifts of the Spirit and um, practice them. Um, and uh, so what's the next slide? Yeah, so just... There we are. So those are the gifts that I'm talking about today. And there is so, so much to say. There's, there's, there's months, isn't there, where you can do teachings on the gifts of the Spirit and how to use them and what to do. But I really felt today um, that actually God was wanting to, and Jenny was talking about this, but wanting to, to remind us afresh how we can be confident to use the gifts of the Spirit because we are children of God and we are made to walk in them. Um, and in that 1 Corinthians 14 there as well, it, we, we spoke about that at the beginning, that the gifts are so important and prophecy, it says especially go after prophecy, because when we do that, just as we saw this, uh, this evening, um, especially with yeah, the, the two, two words, they help us to move into that identity of, in, that we have in Christ, to remember that the things that God is calling us to do, to remember who we are in Christ. And so... Prophetic words are so important um, for, us to, for us to move in. So my last slide. Um, I just wanted to make a few more comments about the gifts of the Spirit and then we will um, move on and do some practical uh, bits and pieces together. So um, it's really interesting that the gifts are not given to us as some kind of badge of approval or even of maturity. They're just an expression of God's love to us just as we like to give gifts to people because we love them. Um, he wants to give gifts to us because he loves us. And actually, the gifts aren't for you, are they? They're for you to bless other people. 
So when you, if you have a word of knowledge or if you have a prophetic word or if you have a word of wisdom, really great at work, um, that actually that's for you to bless other people. So just to sum up. Jesus did miracles and healings as a man, fully moving in the gifts of the Spirit to show us what is possible for us. What are you believing about yourself today? Are you believing what God is saying about you today? That you are chosen and called. You are in his family. You are beloved. Uh, You give him great pleasure. Um, Because when we prophesy, when we move in the gifts, we want to be doing it from from an identity that we know who we are and then we're not doing things because we're trying to get some kind of identity. And thirdly, that the gifts are here actually for us to reveal God's love, the love of the Father. And that's why he gives, that, gives them to us. It's, you know, somebody gets healed. Oh my goodness, that's just incredible, wonderful outpouring of the love of God. Um, so, um, as a follower of Jesus, we can all hear from God. And did you know that it's easy to hear from God? So I wonder if you might repeat that after me. So I'm going to say, it's easy to hear from God. Can you all say that out loud? It's easy to hear from God. Now we know when we say something out loud often, whether you believe it or not. And uh, I remember uh, this one especially resonated with me because I'm not somebody who particularly likes uh, doing evangelism or talking to people on the street about Jesus. So when, whereas I love prophecy and things like that. So when I had to say this about walking on the streets, it's easy to tell people about Jesus. This was the hard one for me. <laughs> so it's true that actually it's easy to hear from, uh, from God because I didn't do that last one we are his sheep and we hear his voice (laughs) it's there in scripture so you are his sheep we are his sheep and we hear his voice so it must be easy for us to hear him because uh, we are his sheep and we hear his voice so Jesus Jesus thank you so much Jesus thank you so much Jesus for what you've done for us we're so grateful we're so grateful that you were willing to go to the cross to buy us all that we have in your kingdom and we just thank you so much for your gifts that you have bought them for us for a reason that you want to build us up, you want to see us built up, encouraged, uh, comforted, you want to see us know who we are, Lord. And so, Holy Spirit, we just invite you to presence yourself more. Just as we were singing in worship, we welcome you here, Holy Spirit. We just love you. We thank you for your presence. And we just want to pray right now for everybody here, Lord. You know what their hearts are asking you for. So we want to pray for uh, just the outpouring of your spirit right now. Uh, People here in the room that are hungry for you and asking to be filled afresh with your spirit, will you come upon them right now? Holy Spirit, fill them afresh. If they are desiring to speak in tongues, if they are desiring a fresh gift of the spirit, as they ask you, Lord, will you come and give it to them? And thank you that you are the Father, that we, we, when we ask you, that you give it to us. That uh, when we ask you for bread, you don't give us a stone, but you give us what we ask. And you, are, you love to give us gifts. So we just want to receive in our hearts from you right now, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
feel like I just have a word about hope, that uh, whether there is anybody in the room who um, is just feeling a little bit like they need some more hope at the moment. And I really felt like the Holy Spirit wanted to remind you that hope is a, is a person and uh, that Jesus is our hope and that he wants to come and bring fresh hope into your life. So I just want to pray for that as well. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our hope, Lord. You are our hope. And I, so I want to thank you that you are here in the room with us and we just want to release fresh hope into this place this evening. As we look to you, as we see how good you are, that we want to receive fresh hope as well from you this evening, Lord.